Welcome to the Life Changing Principles Podcast, where we take a new principle every week and explore how it changes our lives. I'm Leanne Hunt, ready to jump into today's principle. Hi, welcome to Goals with Kids. I'm Leanne Hunt, and this is podcast number one. We've all got to start somewhere. I'm starting this podcast number one on April 5th, 2019, the day before General Conference. We're right in the middle of all these changes. Remember when two-hour church changed to support home-centered gospel learning? That was just four months ago for me. Remember home teaching changing to ministering? That was last year. Missionaries calling home and wearing pants? New temple language? The reversal of some LGBT policies? The way we use the name of the church? 11-year-old deacons and beehives? And young men and young women changing together as classes? So many things have changed. I can't wait to hear what changes happen tomorrow during April conference. We could discuss this for hours, how all of these changes are combining to create this one great unified whole. It's so amazing and exciting to watch it unfold. So why am I starting with this piece of history and grounding you in the past when you'll be listening to this far in the future? Because I want you to know that I'm starting this goals podcast nine months before the January 2020 rollout of home-centered goal-setting. How do I know that's going to happen? Because they announced it. Remember that big scouting is going away announcement a few years ago? That's when they also announced the Children and Youth Development Initiative. It immediately got a website and everything. It's called childrenandyouth.lds.org. Or since the tech is also changing, it's also called childrenandyouth.churchofjesuschrist.org. I've paid really close attention to the announcements as they gradually add more and more info on this website because I serve in my stake young women's presidency and I was responsible to train our wards on how to plan activities with a purpose. As I researched, I found the cool activity planning tools on youth.lds.org that no one else seemed to know about or to use. Then I found the teacher and priest version of the activity planning tools And I realized that they were very different and focused on setting goals and planning activities for spiritual, social, physical, and intellectual activities. To make a long story short, I got very, very interested in goals and in this 2020 rollout. I teamed up with my daughter, who is a brilliant, award-winning author, and set out to write Goals with Kids, a book to support parents in home-centered goal setting. We're in the middle of writing it right now. We're actually meeting with Deseret Book and Covenant Communications in May and are hoping and praying that one of them will publish it. If not, plan C. We will do it ourselves because we believe so much in Goals with Kids and are so excited to launch it in January 2020. We've all got to start somewhere. I started with this podcast number one that you're listening to now. You've got to start somewhere too. I started without knowing the end from the beginning. I just acted. I was brave and vulnerable, and I might be guessing wrong about what's going to happen in January 2020. I don't know what the initiative is going to look like. Only four pilot stakes in the world do it right now. But I'm willing to take that risk because true principles are true principles no matter what. These principles in this podcast and in the book and whatever else we create around goals with kids are true principles. They will work and they make a difference. They are grounded in the gospel and they are grounded in research. I love how Joy Jones, the general primary president, said it. Begin. 
That's her whole first sentence in her video on the children and youth.lds.org website. Begin. As a parent, how can I build a gospel-centered home? Begin. I loved that message. Begin. Just begin is the simplest way. I began. You can too. In business, they call it an action bias. In research on hope, it's called a goal-directed pursuit. Snyder calls it agency. I call it a single step of faith. A few years ago, I spent an entire semester unpacking faith with 90 women and occasionally a few men in our adult institute class from Lectures on Faith. We learned that faith is a principle of action. Sitting there holding your breath is not faith. That's waiting. Joseph Smith taught that faith, in order to actually be faith, is a principle of action. Otherwise, it's something else entirely. So begin is great advice then. To begin is to exercise faith. It really doesn't matter which step you take. Start small. Start simple. Take a step of faith into the dark and begin. You don't know how it's going to turn out. None of us do. The end is not guaranteed. However, faith is also a principle of promise. The promise of power and of change. Here's how we like to look at it at Goals with Kids. So goals get you from point A to point B. But point B, the outcome, is not guaranteed. So why bother then? Why bother going for a goal or acting with faith if the outcome is not guaranteed? Even Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, while they were standing in front of the fiery furnace, didn't know for sure what the outcome of their faith would be. They said their God would deliver them. But if not, they said, they would have faith anyway. But if not, those are really powerful words. What they mean is that I can have faith no matter what the outcome is. I'm only to take action no matter what happens. We can't predict outcomes with faith, but we do know that faith provides assurances. God assures us that if we act with faith, things will change. Not right away, and not in any predictable way, but they will change. So, back to the goals. Goals get you from A to B, and B is not guaranteed. So why do a goals loop? Oh wait, okay, there's a new term. What is a goals loop? In Goals with Kids, you might explain a goals loop to your child or to your youth like this. First, you choose a goal. Make it specific. You could, could you make a movie out of someone doing this action? Do you need a reminder? Do you need a way to track it? Then off they go to do or possibly not do the goal as the case may be. Then later they come back and you evaluate the goal. What went well? Why do you think that part went well? What didn't go well? And what did you learn? Then you get to decide. Do you want to choose that goal again, change it in some way, or say goodbye and let it go? All of this goals loop happens inside goals conversations between parents and kids. That's a goals loop. In Goals with Kids, we celebrate every single time we finish a goals loop. Doesn't matter if you succeeded or failed at the goal at first, because right now, all you're doing is changing your thinking. And to do that, you have to be willing to engage in a goals loop and in goals conversations. So back to the Goals with Kids model. Goals get you from A to B. B is not guaranteed. So why do all these goals loop? For a lot of reasons. First of all, goals actually do make B more likely to occur. Goals conversations can build relationships. Goals can build life skills. Goals also direct your brain's attention. Goals direct and inspire action. Engaging in goals, whether you reach them or not, 
builds character and capacity. Engaging in goals, whether you reach them or not, builds resilience. Engaging in goals, whether you reach them or not, builds self-efficacy. That's the belief that you're up to the task in front of you. By engaging in goals, I don't mean like set a goal, try it for a few days, then quit. But I also don't mean set a goal and keep at it no matter what until you're done. What I mean is engaging with the process. It's not about the outcome. We'll learn it. We'll learn in Goals with Kids to teach your children and your youth how to choose a goal and ask themselves a few questions to make the goal more likely. We'll learn to back off until the next goals conversation to give them some space to succeed or fail on their own. And then we'll learn to evaluate and finish the goals loop by asking questions like what went well and why, what didn't go well, and what did you learn? At the end of the goals loop, you adjust the goal by choosing it again or changing it up a little bit or saying goodbye to it and letting it go. Then yay, celebrate, one goals loop complete. It doesn't matter within a single loop if you succeed or fail because you engaged. That's what I mean by engaging. You had conversations about what they were learning in the process. You unpacked a little bit of what's happening in the middle of their goal. Engaging isn't about finishing, it's about paying attention and being aware and curious about the process of going after the goals that we want in our lives. So I mentioned a few minutes ago, going back to Snyder's research on hope, he describes a goals loop as a feedback loop. You take action, and then that action gives you feedback. For Snyder, hope is about having agency and pathways. Pathways are more than one way to go about your goal in case you hit some sort of roadblock. So every time you take a step of effort, you get feedback. It either goes well and you move forward or it doesn't go well and you then need to find a new pathway. That's what hope does. It lets us use our agency and find new pathways when we don't reach our goals. All of these benefits that I just listed above about character and capacity, resilience, self-efficacy, and life skills, those are all backed by research that I'll be sharing in future podcasts. Many of these benefits are also exactly the reasons that the January 2020 Children and Youth Initiative is happening. How do I know that? It's because it's already on the website. The purpose of the initiative is to, quote, build faith in Jesus Christ, build character and resilience, develop life skills, and fulfill their divine roles as daughters and sons of God. FYI, this is also where it says that this is going to be a home-centered, church-supported initiative. So we're on this journey together. The Church's Children and Youth Family Initiative rolling out in January 2020 and Goals with Kids, we are beginning now. I have 10 clients right now beta testing these ideas and principles in Goals with Kids. I'll share their stories and others as I continue to coach parents and kids through their goals loops and goals conversations. Think about the families in your ward or branch right now. Some of them are doing Come Follow Me at Home and some are not. And each family that is doing it is doing it in their own way. We're all different. At some point, every one of those families had that moment of beginning, of deciding, of having their very first come follow me moment around the dinner table or sprawled out on the couches in the floor. It's going to be the same for the January 2020 Children and Youth Initiative. When you're setting goals with your children, just begin. Begin what? Begin anything around goals with kids. Begin a goals conversation. 
Ask your kids when you're driving them around what they want in their future or what they're willing to put effort toward. Ask them what they're interested in. Ask them what they think their futures look like. Start in the car on the way home from the school. Start at your come follow me scripture moment. Start at a drive at McDonald's for a drink. Ask and then listen. Don't give advice. Don't even set a goal yet. Just begin. Just listen and see what comes up. That's your first assignment for goals with kids. Begin. Then come back and we'll explore everything about setting goals with your children in the coming episodes. See you in the next episode. Thanks for being here and taking a little time out of your busy life for personal development. I applaud you for that. We take change one step at a time. You're already on your way. You're already enough. You've got this. Have a great week and we'll see you for the next principle.